0: on the telephone with rw estella and a word in edgewise good morning rw good morning allison we have the 250th day of 2015 today with 115 left until 2016 a little over two weeks remain of summer with the autumnal equinox arriving on the 23rd of this month a few days later on the 27th we'll have another supermoon this one being the harvest moon because of its proximity to the equinox. This morning our garden is full of young squash and pumpkins and plenty of new blossoms. Our corn is about ready to tassel and pole beans are coming in. All of this is the result of my intentionally late plantings, which I do by the end of June into the beginning of July so that toward the end of summer we will have the wonders that we now behold. But I worry about whether we'll have a good showing before the first killing frost. I worry that the netting on the deer fence will hold against the climbing vines on one side and the inquisitive critters on the other. And then I worry that we'll have more squash than we can comfortably manage if it all starts coming at once. Worry. What a word. What a sensation. Oh, let not time deceive you, writes W. H. Auden. You cannot conquer time. In headaches and in worry, Vaguely, life leaks away, and time will have his fancy tomorrow or today. Purportedly, worry, our modern noun and verb, has as its distant ancestor the old English verb, Wirtigen, meaning to strangle. The Middle High German, "wergen" was also part of the mix then. This morphed into the Middle English, würdigen meaning to grasp by the throat with the teeth and to lacerate, as in the way wolves might attack sheep. Many a shepherd was worried about the wolves worrying the sheep. So by the beginnings of modern English in the 1500s, we had worry, which continued the sense of to harass, as by rough treatment or attack. By the 1600s, also according to the OED, the sense of to bother, to distress, or to persecute was added and in the 1800s we had the verb connoting to cause to feel anxious or distressed and to feel troubled or uneasy. Before the old English word we had the Indo-European root wear, meaning to turn or to bend. I'm capable of worrying like crazy, as I've demonstrated to myself on numerous occasions. When I confess this to friends, they are substantially surprised. They have known me to engage in risky stuff, extreme skiing, both technical and free mountain climbing, flying, walking ridge beams 30 feet above the floor of a building, riding motorcycles. So when I tell them that beneath the apparent confident exterior, I'm frequently worried about this or that, they marvel. Midlife has been the big rising hyperbola on my screen for worry and has made for ongoing philosophical and behavioral antidotes. Curiously, no amount of proof seems sufficient, however, to reassure me once and for all that worry is simply a waste of time. Sure, I'm able to differentiate between caution and worry, as I am between fear and worry. And yeah, in combination in my practice of Aikido, I use its tenets of breathing and center of gravity and working with what I've got and conserving energy. And these are all useful in dissipating worry, and I've managed to often gain certain insights into worry, like the way it's linked to aspects of my perfectionist spirit. I'll worry whether I'll be able to manage to pull a particular project off the way I've envisioned it. But then I'll welcome in any old aphorism or string of them, such as, you've done everything you've been able to do, and that's usually sufficient to make things happen to your satisfaction, which is plenty good enough, since your own worst critic, you're your own worst critic anyway. Last year, the year before, the Bangor Public Library New Arrivals Room had purchased a new volume about anxiety. The book's thesis, as I remember it, was to line up the possible outcomes of any given process, factor in reasonable contingency plans, and continue with the process as if you're ready to adopt any of the alternatives, should one or more become necessary. Every day I convince myself that I'm better at handling worry than I was the day before, and then suddenly, my stomach will signal that it has a pang of worry to communicate. And at these moments, especially this time of year when school is starting up, I feel much like Pip in Dickens' Great Expectations. Much of my unassisted self, I struggled through the alphabet as if it had been a bramble bush, getting considerably worried and scratched by every letter. After that, I felt among those thieves the nine figures who seem every evening in to do something new to disguise themselves and baffle recognition. For more main take care of that worry, and have a great day. Traveling mind, I'm blue.